Welcome to Two Guys and a Question. Between them, Alan Creedy and Danny Jefferson have almost 100 years hands-on experience with funerals, funeral directors, finance, and real-life situations. Every Tuesday and Thursday, they field questions for more than 1,200 subscribers, hoping to stimulate your thinking and resolve your challenges. This is Danny Jefferson. And this is Alan Creedy. And we're here to challenge your thinking and answer a question that I got the other day. And, Alan, this one's going to be interesting. Um, well, wait, wait a minute. They're all interesting. I know. But the context of this one is going to be maybe a little different than yeah, what we've been I doing. So. In the sense that the person was having trouble with the low-cost provider undercutting him in the, yeah. cert, in the direct cremation world. And I'm not sure that they're looking at the whole picture, but the question was, should my direct cremation charge be my basic service fee plus transportation? Your direct cremation charge, what you're saying is, let's say my basic service charge is $2,000. Okay. And I have a transportation fee of $500. Right, $2,500. But then, but then I can advertise that my direct cremation fee is 2000 Sure. But when you get the bill, it's going to be 2500 Right. Okay. All right. So what we're talking about is a marketing strategy, a pricing strategy intended to to compete with a low-cost provider, correct? That's correct. All right. First of all, Danny, let's understand that there is no mathematical formula for determining your basic service charge. It is what you think you can get away with in your market because it's a non-declinable charge. So where do they come up with these fees then? Or they just try to find out what their competitor's doing and just make sure they're less? They do that, and they also call their buddy across the state, and they uh, – Sometimes their accounting firm tries to help out, but but it's really it, the the litmus test is when I sit across from a family and I tell them this is my basic service charge. Am I still looking them in the eye? Or am I trying to figure out if my shoes are shined? Okay, that's that's really the the deal. So um, pricing strategy, I, I I find no difficulty with with this. Uh, you know. Uh, Years and years ago, this is probably 40 or 50 years ago, a large cemetery, very famous cemetery, you'd recognize the name, um, launched an ad campaign telling people they have lower prices. Well, what they did was they had done some research and determined that customers, consumers, were sensitive to the embalming fee. And so they lowered their embalming fee. And yes, in fact, they do. They did have a lower price in their embalming fee. But their overall charges were equal to or were or higher than than their their local competitors. But their tagline was, "So and so cemetery has lower prices." Okay, so it's it's the same thing. This is a pricing strategy. Uh, consumers aren't dumb; they figure things out. So be very careful how you present this. So if you say our our direct cremation fee is two thousand dollars, and then there's an additional charge for for something like transportation, don't surprise people. Don't don't shock them. Just make sure when you, you, you present that and you do it while you're looking them in the eye. Well, how can this, in, in this particular person was saying that the low-cost provider was 995 and they had some hidden charges, but for the most part, they were 995 and his charge is 2500 Well, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with the question, Danny, and the reason I'm struggling is I know for a fact that Funeral directors will chase after a low-end cremation and ignore 
the higher end business. I've, I've just seen it for 40 years. It doesn't make sense to me, but losing a call is, is traumatic. So they, they will, they will chase after that. I'm not disposed in that direction. I, you know, I, frankly, if somebody's doing uh, cremations for 995, I'd almost like to see them choke on it because it's not sustainable over, over the long period. They're going to work. You talk about working long, hard hours and getting nothing for it. Uh, that that's pretty much it. So my, if I was going to use my resources to develop my business, it would be my mid range business. It'd be the, you know, my average sale is what I'm, I'm promoting. Uh, and let me share a story that goes to this point. I have a friend who, um, competes with two, uh, low cost providers and I don't know what their fees are. Nine ninety five, twelve ninety five. It really doesn't matter. His direct cremation fee was $2,500. And, uh, he did a large amount of that business. Uh, 50% of his volume was cremation and he, he, not all of it obviously was direct. And so he thought to himself, he said, you know, one day we were talking and he said, uh, you know, it, I, I, it occurred to me that if I raise my direct cremation fee to $5,000, uh, I could afford to lose half that business and be the same place. And I said, well, what did you do? He said, I raised it to $5,000. And I said, what happened? He said, I lost 15% of that, of that business. Uh, but I kept the balance and I said, that was, that's great. And he says, now there is one difference. There is one difference. He said with me, and this is a very classy funeral home with me, you, you get, everybody gets a visitation. I don't care if they use it, but if they come in, I require ID. If they come in to view the body and they say, gee, can we go get uncle George and, and aunt Sally and, my brother Phil, and so on and so forth. I don't care. They pay for it. So what he accidentally fell into is is actually a pricing strategy, all right? When you're competing with with price, and your price is um, significantly greater than the low-price guy, it automatically creates doubt in the mind of the consumer. What is? Why are you so much higher? And they become a little curious. And those that actually do care, and I maintain that many people care more than you think. Remember, I've told you, I believe that the body of the deceased to the immediate survivors is a sacred object. The idea that you're you're throwing it away in the trash, that you're using some outfit that just hauls it away and disposes of it, uh, is is not comfortable to the majority of human beings. Oh, I agree to that point because and, I've seen it. I've and seen so it. what he was doing uh, by raising his prices to that extent was actually causing a conversation or creating the opportunity for a conversation. What is different, What et cetera. So uh, there's lots of different ways to deal with that. I'm not the right person to ask if you want to compete on price because I'm I'm just opposed to it. I don't, I don't feel that is what, we should be doing, uh, and I agree they can clip you. But if you if 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 your low cost provider is clipping you that much, what you've really failed to do is create value in the mind of your, your marketplace relative to your firm. Sorry, that's probably insulting, but you need that's the part you need to step back and think about. Well, we're going to have a lot of different answers to this question depending on who you ask i promise oh yeah you you hear them in seminars and at conventions and everybody's got their own opinion the bottom line is that 
at the end of the day, the value you create within your services, within your paperwork, within your staff, some of the things that we keep With talking about. how you about. relate to people. Some of this is not expensive. And some people want to talk to you, John, George, Sally, Sue. It, they want to talk to you. Well, and when they want to talk to you. They're going to pay for it. They're going to pay for it. But also, it, it's not that difficult for you to create a surrogate within your business that you can hand off to. Exactly. So, it, but but I, do we have time for me to ask you a question here? Sure. We've got about three or four more minutes. You have a technique of introducing the conversation of price in the arrangements conference. I think it's something like, uh, is, is price an important factor? I ask them their budget. I, yeah. do, I do talk about their budget. But when I only ask that question when I may or may not have already created a platform that, that we're on as far as what they want to do. In other words, if a family wants to spend time with their loved one, if they want a service, if they want other things, then the platform is not about price at this point. Okay, so let me uh, let me explore one. Do we have time for one sure. one last issue here? Um, if we're going if we're going to compete on price, let me make a, this is clear point. <clears throat> that decision has to be strategic, and here's what I mean by being strategic. If I'm going to compete on price, what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, is get an opportunity for an interview. In other words. I want to be able to talk to the people. Exactly. And and if I if the people look at my price and I don't get that opportunity, then I'm I'm not really being strategic. But if I just say, okay, I'm going to have a nine ninety five price just so I can compete, but I don't deliberately create those opportunities for a conversation, don't bother, as far as I'm concerned, because what that's just an that's just an opportunity to talk to people what the what what they want to do. Uh, maybe 10% of the people actually want just 995, but the rest of them want something else. But a side note to that is on our phone shopper oh, yeah. podcast because whenever you can keep the person on the phone, whenever you can keep them engaged in conversation, whenever you can keep asking questions and let them talk as long as they're talking they're doing what you're asking about, Alan, and that's engaging in conversation. And when we get them engaged in conversation, we almost always keep the call. And that goes back to that concept of radical hospitality, doesn't it? It goes back from the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, people want to be heard. They want to be involved. They want and to when be cared we don't, about. And, yeah. And when we do this online, it's not getting them involved. <laughs> If we're doing this on a quick phone call, what's your price? Nine ninety five. Oh, I'm sorry, I've got a cheaper price. Or if you try to tell them, well, it's this, and we're doing this, and we're doing that, you're not asking them what you want them, what they want done. You're telling them what you are going to do. Exactly. And and the conversations need to you be actually, back and forth. Think of it this way, Danny. You actually owe them more than that. Oh, sure you do. Yeah. And this question, when you would uh, start a several more questions and everybody's opinion is going to be different but we would like to hear from you we really would like to hear from you and this particular subject we're going to have other podcasts on and you can do it and we can help
Remember to send your questions by clicking the link at www.twoguysandaquestion.com. New questions are answered every Tuesday and Thursday at 4.22 p.m. Eastern Time. 